Baby girl, who told you money doesn't grow on trees? Or let me guess, someone told you money is the root of all evil. While this seems like good reasoning and legit, let me let you in on a little secret. This is why you're still broke. Wealth is a mindset. Wealth is in your daily habits. Wealth is for everyone, not just the chosen few. My name is Candace Young. I'm a credit repair expert. I love long walks to the bank, and I'm determined to help you embrace your finances so you can be confident in building wealth regardless of your current income. Welcome to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's time to start building wealth now. Hey, rich girls. Hey, it's your girl Candice, and I have something super special to share with you guys. Throughout the podcast, I heavily discuss how important it is to pray, manifest, and speak the things you want into existence. With that being said, on Thanksgiving weekend, 2021, I will be releasing the Money Mindset Affirmation Cards. The first step in creating wealth is to believe that you're worthy of it. The second step is to purchase these Money Mindset Affirmation Cards. These cards will help you unlock the potential for wealth. I am living proof that these cards work, and I'm so excited to share them with you guys. These cards aren't just a wonderful thing to gift yourself. They're also a perfect gift for that rich girl in your life who might just need an extra nudge in the right direction. I cannot wait for you guys to get these money mindset affirmation cards in your hands and continue the journey to being a rich girl. Toodles. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's your girl, Candice, and I'll be your host today as usual. You already know the vibes. It's Money Making Monday. And we feeling good on this side. For those of you who are new here, my name is Candice Young and I am a financial wellness coach specializing in helping people create reasonable budgets, credit repair, and just overall financial planning. So if you are new here, welcome to the Rich Girls Table. This is my tribe of women who we have met over the course of the podcast and we kind of connect each and every Monday on some sort of topic that has to do with finances. Sometimes it loosely has to do with finances, right? We talk about life in general and just what it looks like to be a wealthy woman. That's the podcast in a nutshell. And if that sounds like something you want to tune in with, then you're going to want to stick around and you're going to want to go back and listen to the previous episodes. We are now in season three of the Money Mindset Queen podcast. So shout out to my OG rich girls that have been listening since day one or that found me and have started to binge the podcast. I appreciate you more than you know. Rich girls, y'all already know I'm taking y'all on the journey with me. We are streaming in more than 50 countries. And it's, I couldn't do it without you. I couldn't do it without the OG tribe, without you telling your friends about the podcast, without you sharing it on your Instagram and your Facebook and your social media platform. So I thank you, OG rich girls, and I welcome you, new rich girls. We are coming up on the end of season three. We have a few more episodes to go, but there's plenty of episodes for you to binge to to kind of catch up with where we are right now. So. Yeah. Happy Money Making Monday. Welcome. Welcome. I hope you had a phenomenal weekend and I hope that you prioritized yourself and I hope that you prioritized your goals because that is so important. 
I hope that you prioritized self-care. When I was introducing myself, I should have shared that I am a self-care advocate. So I will constantly remind my tribe and all of the women around me and the men I'm newly engaged. And so I remind my future husband uh, regularly to make sure he is practicing self-care as well as my son. However, I hope that you prioritized self-care, whether that was a mani-pedi, whether that was buying yourself uh, something new for your craft room, whether that was a bubble bath, a glass of wine, binging a good show. Whatever that was, I hope that you prioritized and did something for yourself this weekend. Um, Speaking of shows, I just finished One of Us is Lying on Peacock, I believe, and Baby. It was so good. Like I had to binge it. Like I had to finish it because I just had to see what happened. And I love those kind of shows where you just cannot stop watching it because you need to know what happened. So Anyway, it's Monday. It's Money Making Monday. So you already know the vibes. Episodes drop every Monday for those of you that are new here. But today I also want to, we also kick the episodes off by wishing you an amazing week. So whatever your intentions are for this week, I pray that they play out. I pray that you have a wonderful week ahead of you. And yeah, let's jump into the episode. As you guys know, I just had a birthday. I'm a spring baby. So my birthday is March 9th. And the beautiful thing about my birthday is that when I went to college, usually my birthday would be the week of spring break, which meant that I got to go home to New York and spend that week at home with my people. You didn't, I mean, you don't always have to go home for spring break. Obviously, if you have an apartment, you guys know from season one, I had an apartment very early in my college career. So I could have stayed right, but I would go home each year for my birthday for the week of spring break. And that's what made it so special for me. As a child, what made my birthday so special is that my mom had just got her tax return. You you feel me? So my birthdays were always a huge deal because she would get her tax return either right before or right around my birthday. And it, my mother used to go up. She used to spoil me, right? Sneakers, dinners, clothes, you know, whatever I wanted, basically she made it happen. And so March 9th, right? My birthday kind of kicks off spring break. It kind of kicks off spring and I am very much a spring baby. I love spring weather, right? So 65, 75 me all year and I'll be good. I was just thinking the other day, like I want to move somewhere that doesn't really have a winter. Definitely, I I think you guys know this about me, but I definitely love Florida. And that is somewhere I will happily go live um, if the right opportunity presents itself. But I love spring weather. I love everything about spring. And one of my favorite things about spring is spring cleaning. And I know you're like, that's boring as hell, Candace, right? Like who wants to, like, how's your favorite thing about spring, spring cleaning, right? Like, obviously the weather is my favorite thing. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's lighter outside, right? Later. So it's a beautiful season, but spring cleaning is, uh, covers so many aspects for me. And I want to share a little bit about that before we get into like my tips for you to spring clean, right? So when I think about spring cleaning, I think about several areas in my life, 
not just decluttering the closet or getting rid of quote unquote the chair. Y'all know what I'm talking about, the chair. The chair in your bedroom or the chair in a room in your house that you just throw clothes on, right? Like that's not the only thing that we should be spring cleaning, right? You sh- it shouldn't just be the cabinets, the seasonings that are, you know, a year old or a year past their expiration date, right? Like it shouldn't just be physical things that you are decluttering when you are spring cleaning. And so that's what we're going to talk about today, right? What does spring cleaning look like for you? Many people are going to say, oh, I get rid of clothes I don't wear. I get rid of shoes I don't wear and all of these different things. And that's amazing. That's amazing, right? You go through and you get rid of clothes and, you know, maybe linens that you don't use anymore and you kind of declutter your home. You kind of declutter your space, right? Some people don't go that far. Some people break it down into phases like me, right? I might declutter my office one week and then the second week of spring, I might declutter my linen closets and then I might declutter my pantry because it's overwhelming for me to try to declutter you know, two rooms or three rooms in a day or in a weekend. So I break it down. I create a project. I'm you could I'm pretty much a project manager when it comes to spring cleaning. But the reason that I want to share this is because we're well into spring at this moment and I want to make sure that as rich girls, right? As wealthy women, we are on the same page as it relates to spring cleaning. So I'm going to start off with, obviously, the tangible declutter your house, right? Like declutter your space. Okay, some of us, we collect things or, you know, we just have things just to have them. And honestly, I think that that is a psychological response, right? I've become a little bit of a minimalist over the past year or so because I've realized that I don't have to have a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff doesn't equate a lot of money, period, right? I got into this space when I started making real money where I would buy things because, oh, well, I can afford them and I want that. But did I need it, right? Did I need it cluttering my space? And I had to take a step back and really reel myself in because I would look around my place and there would just be stuff and I can't operate like that. Right. So we need to, first of all, just stop buying things because we have the money to buy things. Right. Is this a sensible purchase? Does it make sense? Is it going to take up too much space in my house? Boom. So declutter, declutter the, the physical, the tangible. Like I get that right. Get into your house and get rid of things that you are not using. Get rid of things you are not wearing. Get rid of old lipsticks, get rid of old perfumes if they're not, if they ain't hitting like they used to. Go through your things. Sometimes it's just about moving things around to see like, oh shit, like that's there, right? My son was spring cleaning and I, there are shoes I have been looking for for probably two years and they were like in the back of his closet somewhere. I'm like, yeah, we got to do better, right? Like, (laughs) so spring clean, right? Like, like get that together, You know what I mean? Like get your space together. We all know that having our space decluttered and clean and neat and organized is good for our mental health. It's just how we're wired, right? Most of the time we can't operate in our zone of genius if our space isn't, I mean, listen, I remember 
having like a really messy space and basically like having to get up in the middle of my like sleep to clean because it just bothers me that much. So declutter, right? Declutter, get rid of things you're not using, get rid of things you don't need and declutter your space. And I promise you, it's going to make you feel so much better. But again, that's not why we're here today. I want to recommend that you declutter your space, but I want to talk about how to spring clean your finances. Okay. How do you spring clean your finances? I think that topic is fascinating because nobody thinks about that, right? I just told you guys what I do on my birthday, right? With my finances related to my finances. So some of that is going to pour into this episode, but I'm going to give you legitimate tips on how to actually spring clean your finances. But before we get there, we talked about decluttering your space, declutter that iPhone or that droid or whatever phone you have samsung i don't care what it is declutter the people in your life declutter the the baggage the dead weight the people who no longer serve you get rid of them right most people need an excuse right like oh well it's the new year so i'm gonna i'm not gonna talk to this toxic person anymore like you don't need an excuse but if you do spring clean spring clean Don't deal with people that no longer serve you and no longer uplift your purpose and no longer have anything to do with where you're trying to go. We talked about how your circle matters last week. We talked about how the people around you matter and will impact your journey one way or another. You have to decide. They can impact your journey positively and help you continue to level up or they can impact your journey negatively and nurture you staying where you are. And we can't afford that. So. Last week, we talked about how your circle matters and how to make sure you get your circle in order. And I think you got to spring clean in that sense as well. So the two things that don't really have anything to do with finances that you should spring clean are your house, right? And, and all and the things and get rid of things you're not using and people, right? Like tighten that circle up, sis. I already know there's somebody hanging around and, and you know, they see you walking in your purpose. They see you making money. They see you making moves and they want to be attached to you. Be careful. Be careful of those people who haven't been A1 since day one, period. Okay. I'm off my soapbox now. So we're going to get into the financial piece. Okay. So for anybody who's new here, you see, like, we're not just going to talk about money. Like, obviously, I'm somebody who is a huge advocate for women and women having their finances in order. But sometimes we got to address other topics because to be to show up every day is the best version of yourself. And to show up every day in a space where you are going to position yourself to make as much money as possible and be as wealthy as possible. You have to be in a good mind space. So we talk about mental health a lot. We talk about self-care a lot. We talk about relationships a lot because it matters to your financial freedom journey, whether you can see it or not, or whether that makes sense to you right now or not, but all of it matters for your financial freedom journey. And that's the beauty of this podcast, that sometimes you're not just going to leave with financial gems. Sometimes you're going to leave with just overall life gems. So anyway, thank you for being here. Let's get into it. So earlier we talked about like getting rid of stuff, right? Decluttering stuff. Financial spring cleaning means that 
you find things in your home that could potentially be sold, right? Listen, I'm the first girl that's going to be at the donation center with garbage bags of, of clothes. And when I realized like, dog, people are really selling these, like, listen, I'm that person who has shit in my closet with the tag on it, just keeping it a hundred. It's in the closet. I'm never going to wear it. It has tags on it. I could absolutely resell it. And I started selling on Poshmark. There's a store in my area called Plato's Closet where you could actually just go in and sell your clothes for money. So if there is anything that you are willing, right? Because you got to be willing to. Like when I was telling my homegirl about selling on Poshmark, she was like, oh, I ain't trying to do all that. And I felt it. But when I started selling on Poshmark, Poshmark, like I consider that a complete side hustle. I'm like, I can make $100 this, you know, today if I put this on sale and somebody buys it. Like, hell yeah, why not? The only thing is, you know, you got to print out a, a, a shipping label and you got to take it to the post office. But who cares if you're about to make $100 in a day for really nothing, for 10 minutes of your time to end to help declutter your space. So there are a lot of things, right? But take all those things out, declutter your space and break it down into buckets, right? Donate, trash. And listen, rich girls, I'm not playing with y'all. Donate y'all stuff. Take y'all stuff to the shelters. Take y'all stuff to the Goodwills, to the Salvation Armies and all of that. Donate your things. If it's not good enough to sell or if you don't care to sell it, like, please take it and donate it. There are so many people who go to these places to get like interview, like clothes for interviews because they can't afford any other clothes. So if you have stuff that's in good shape and you just not a, a woman who's going to like put in the effort to sell it, like, please donate it. I know there's going to be stuff where that you find that are that's just trash and that's fine too. trash it. But if you're willing to do some research on whether or not you could sell in your area to any stores, take a look at Poshmark, see if you could throw some things on sale there. It's really funny. You actually get to interact with some of these folks. They give you ratings. My time on Poshmark was was really, really nice. I really enjoyed it. And if there's a piece of furniture like in your house that you're not using and that's kind of in the way, like take that shit somewhere and try to sell it, to be honest, if you're with it. But if not, like, yo, give it away, give it away, get a tax deduction. You got to get a receipt. Make sure you get a receipt to itemize all of that and take it to your and either, you know, submit it to your tax person or your tax system or however you get your taxes done, submit it to them and, and you know, make it a write off. But please donate your things that you don't want to sell, you don't care to sell, or just don't matter to you, but get rid of them. And honestly, like, that's a little financial hustle, right? Like if you were to take a few things and sell them and make some cash money that day, or, you know, over the next couple of days, if you sell something to somebody or whatever, like mail it, make your money, right? Like, it's a dope little side hustle, especially for us, because I know most of the women, 90% of the women listening to this podcast enjoy shopping. And if you're anything like me, like I don't return shit, like I'm just keeping it a thousand with y'all. Like I'm not the type to return something. I will either sell it or like give it away before I return it. I don't know what it is, but I'm just not that girl. Like I get something in the mail and I'm like, great. Like I'll try it on. I'm like, shit, it don't fit. Okay. I stick it in the closet. Part of the reason I need to declutter, but I just don't return stuff. So that's another way I end up selling a lot of stuff because I'm not the girl that's going to return the item. If it don't fit. But anyway, 
Um, so that's number one, right? Declutter your space, see what you could sell, see what you could donate, see what's just trash, period. That's big time, big time rule. The next one is to clean up your paperwork. So number two, clean up your paperwork, okay? Part of the reason that there's so much clutter is paperwork. So a lot of people keep their important documents digitally, right? You back them up, you you take pictures of them. Somebody just told me the other day, somebody just shared a tip with me the other day about decluttering their space where, oh, actually I was getting my hair braided. It was my stylist. And she said that's a safe space because she's sentimental like me. She likes to save things like her cards and all of these other things. So because of that, she said that she basically takes a picture of it and gets rid of it. And I'm like, yes. So whatever filing your documents digitally looks like for you, some of y'all are extra tech savvy, women in tech, woo woo, shout out to us. Whatever that looks like for you, like try to digitalize it as much as you can, because having a lot of paperwork around when it relates to your finances could could make it so that it just it makes it hard to prioritize what's important. Right. So right now, literally right now. On my desk, I have like two pieces of paper that are financial pieces of paper, right? Like I got something in the mail that has to do with some sort of finances in my life. And that's it on my desk, right? Because if I would have had the the ad from Sam's Club and, you know, the credit card offer along with it, I got rid of all of that immediately. Anything that's trash, get rid of it. Keep the paperwork you need to look at. Do what you need to do with that paperwork and be done with it right? Send the payment or, you know, make the payment online and, and, you know, mark that paid, whatever that looks like, but make sure that you cut down on clutter by cleaning out all of your, all of your paperwork, right? Your personal financial documents, like discard them, right? Like a lot of banks or FedEx, a lot of banks or FedEx um, offices offer shredding services. I actually have a shredder here. It's from Amazon. It was like 40 bucks. And that worked beautifully. That worked absolutely beautifully for me because I would, you know, do whatever I need to do with a certain paper and boom, throw it in a shredder and I'm done. And I didn't have to worry about identity theft or anything like that because it was already shredded to start off with. But yeah, clean up your paperwork, the the file cabinet or, or the basket or whatever it is. I know there's something in there from two, three years ago. You don't need that. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. And keep your paper very minimal so that you know what to prioritize so that you're not overwhelmed by just all of the paperwork that you have in your area. So number three is this is actually one of the tips I gave for like your birthday for like reviewing your finances on your birthday. So check on your financial goals for the year right? Are you on track for your long-term financial goals? Are you on track for your short-term financial goals? Is there anything that you need to change or do differently as it relates to your finances for the rest of the year, right? We still have a nice chunk of the year left, right? There's still nine months of the year left. Like, do are you on track? And if you need to pivot, all right, shout out my friends, fans, pivot. But if you need to pivot, 
you need to do that now, right? Now is the time. Are you carrying credit card balances? Are you paying high interest rates, right? Like what are you putting towards your retirement? Like how does your emergency fund look, right? All of these different things you need to kind of take a look at and, and set your targets and make sure that you are on track for those. But yeah, you could also, you, you also need to take a look at savings goals, right? Okay, we're three months into the year. Am I sending enough? Am I sending too much, right? Sometimes the amount, I had a client who was essentially sending too much money to her savings and it was making it difficult for her to pay bills and just live regularly how she wanted to without dipping into her savings. And when I asked her what she's sending to her savings every week or every two weeks, whatever her cadence was, it was a big number, right? It was a big number. Even for me, like I was like, wow, that's a lot to send to your savings. And I'm like, tell me about your goals. And so what we did was we adjusted that number so that she would have more flexibility in her day-to-day life. So you can be saving too much sometimes and and you're struggling and then you dip into your savings and, and that's just never good. So make sure you are checking your goals, make sure you're checking your budget, right? I know we don't really use the budget word in the rich girl's land because we we more so have a spending plan. What do we want to spend? What do we want to save, et cetera, et cetera. But a budget just tells your money where to go. A budget just says, Candace, $300 went here last month. Do you want to do that again this month, right? Anything that's not a bill, that's not a necessity, that's not gas, woo, them gas prices, baby. That's not gas, that's not food, that's not bills, anything that's not a necessity, right? Do you want to continuously spend that amount or more each month? Or do you need to reel it in? And that's all a budget does for us. So budgets aren't scary words, we just don't like the word budget around here. I actually dropped for the next tip, I actually dropped a Wealth Wednesday episode on this about canceling your unnecessary subscriptions. Let me tell you something. When I first sat down and reviewed my subscriptions, I was spending $170 a month on subscriptions. It was absolutely preposterous. It was like, sis, cancel cable immediately. Like, what is going on, right? Why do you have all of these subscriptions? And it's just, oh, seven-day free trial offer. And now I didn't found a show that I liked and I never canceled it. And when you see that number, baby, listen, I'm even talking like gym memberships. If you ain't going to the gym but you got some kettlebells and a jump rope at the crib, go cancel that gym membership. Don't keep paying them $50 a month or whatever it costs a month if you're not going. But seriously, like all of your subscriptions, anything unused or unnecessary, ugh, listen, first of all, Apple, anybody that's an Apple user know, they gonna get that 99 cent for the extra storage and they gonna get that 99, that 9.99 for Apple Music period. They're not going to play with you. It's going to come out no matter where you're at or what you're doing. It's going to come out. So get them subscriptions together. Make sure you know what's coming out, what account it's coming out of, what date it comes out and how much comes out so that you can insert this in your budget, insert this in your spending plan. And you can know, hey, look, like these are the ones I absolutely love. I use them, right? Like for me, I use a Canva. I have a Canva subscription. And I also like yearly subscriptions where you could just pay for the year and be done. I'm not a huge fan of monthly subscriptions unless it's a subscription that I really, really use and really, really love. So keep that in mind for yourself as well. 
Also, them gym memberships, let me tell y'all something. First of all, most of my workouts I get free on YouTube. Like I'll look up a mix fit class or I have a spin bike at home. I use uh, not a Peloton, right? I have a spin bike. I was very, very specific in saying that. But I'll look up a spin class and I'll watch it on YouTube, right? But I look up a lot of stuff on YouTube and that's how I get a lot of my workouts in. The other day, I looked up a kettlebell workout. I got a full body workout, 40 minutes on YouTube for the free. So don't worry about it. Gym YouTube all day. The next tip is make sure that you are prepared (laughs) for irregular expenses. Okay. No one forgets about their mortgage, but sometimes a birthday or Christmas or a wedding, right? Like those things could get away from you, right? Like we get really busy throughout the year. And so March, depending on how your life is set up, because I've got a lot of birthdays very early in the year, but depending on how your life is set up, like plan out those birthday presents. If you hear, you know, if a really, if someone very close to you is pregnant, like, and they tell you like, listen, start looking for their gifts. So it's not this overwhelming event when you get closer to the date, right? You hear that your friend is engaged and getting married soon within the year, like start looking for that gift versus allowing that to sneak up on you because it can. And then you're in Target getting a hundred dollar gift card and And saying like, you know, you hope that this is great. Don't get me wrong. A hundred dollar gift card to Target is great, depending on who it's for. But if you wanted to do, if you were the type of person that wanted to do something different, get a early start on these things, right? Because they don't sneak up on us, but they can, right? We know that our husband or wives or girlfriends or boyfriends or best friend's birthday is on the same day every year, right? So it can't really sneak up on you. Christmas is the same day every year. It can't really sneak up on you, but life gets busy. Life gets busy. And, and, you know, you trying to take care of you, trying to take care of your kids, trying to take care of your husband, your wife, your sister, whoever you're taking care of, and it can't sneak up on you. So when you get a chance to spring clean, whatever events are coming up, your friend is pregnant and expecting, um, your friend's getting married, your friend's, um, celebrating a birthday this summer, like get those things out on paper and and what you want to do and what you want to do for them and start a you know, kind of get the ball rolling on that. Um, wow, I couldn't get that out. I don't know what was going on there. But <laughs> and of course, your travel expenses, you already know, like when it comes to traveling. That's another thing, like if you want to plan a nice cabin trip for Thanksgiving, like, and you haven't necessarily started saving yet, now's the time. Like now's the time you want to go somewhere for Christmas. I used to be like this very traditional person, like, oh, no, like, We should be home and cooking and watching Christmas movies. But I'm way more open now in this season of life to like go on a trip to Mexico on Christmas. Like, why not? Right. So if if that's something you want to do. Make sure you guys are planning for that. So. Couple other things, little boring, right? Like adjust your tax withholding if you need to at work, right? Like if you need to adjust your tax withholding, like get that, get that done, right? Check your retirement contributions, right? What is that looking like for you? Are you in a good space for that? Review your health and life insurance policies, right? Like this is all spring cleaning, you guys, like big, big time. Automate your savings. Listen, let me tell you something about automating your savings. I used to be a person who (laughs) I used to be a person who would 
decide what I'm going to save on my payday. I don't know if that makes sense. So I'm going to try to break it down for y'all. On my payday, I would say, okay, I paid this, I did this. Now I'm going to send $200 to my savings. This was years ago. Don't laugh. You got to automate your savings, bro. Like it just has to go. Like you can't see it and then say, I'm going to save $500. It has to go to the savings account. You should not have access to that savings account. You should not be able to, to just transfer from your checking to your savings to your savings to your checking. No, no. You shouldn't even have access to it. Your money should go there and it should stay there. And it shouldn't be able to be touched until a certain date. Y'all already know how I feel about this, right? So automate your savings. Make sure your savings is going to your account. If you're doing a spare change situation, you know, like, oh, when I swipe the the chain, you know, they're going to round up and save the change. Whatever that looks like, automate it. (laughs) Automate it. So, yeah. That's pretty much it. I mean, I've got one more tip for you, and I don't think I need to even say this to the rich girls, but pull your credit report. Stop playing with me. (laughs) Pull your credit report. Most people are pulling their credit report on a yearly basis, and that's fine if you're not noticing any changes in your credit report, but you should have some sort of app on your phone that notifies you to any changes to your credit report, whether an increase, whether a decrease, whatever that might be. You need an app that's monitoring your credit and letting you know, because that should trigger you to pull your credit report. If you see that your score dropped by seven points, 10 points, 15 points, that should be a trigger to you. Let me pull my credit report and see exactly what is bringing my credit score down to this score. Right. What is happening on my credit report that is different? What has reported that is different that is causing my credit score to decrease? Okay. So pull that credit report on annualcreditreport.com and stop playing with me. (laughs) Um, but that's the last of it, right? And so I do want to run through everything again really quickly. Um, so we can do sort of like a review of what the tips were, but I really want to make sure that you know, physically cleaning your space out. That's, that's mental health all day. And y'all know how I feel about taking care of your mental health. Declutter your space, make buckets for trash, donate and sell. If you are up to selling your items, clean up your paperwork, y'all go into the file cabinet, go into the basket, go into the office, whatever that looks like. Clean that paperwork up, digital, digital, digital as much as you can. Take pictures of things, save them, upload them, do what you need to do, okay? Make sure you are checking on your financial goals for the year. Are you on track for your savings goals? Are you on track for your for your income goals, right? Like there's so many things to be aware of as it relates to your year to your finances at a at the glance of a year, right? What does the year look like for you? Review your budget, review your monthly budget. I know the B word is a curse word here at the Rich Girl Tribe, but it it's only what tells us all a budget does is tell us where our money should go or where our money is going. So as long as you look at it like that, you'll be all right. Cancel unused and unnecessary subscriptions, please. Okay, don't let them continue to take your money if you are not utilizing the subscription. Plan your out of pocket, out of ordinary 
irregular expenses, birthdays, weddings, right? Holiday gifts, et cetera, et cetera. Plan those out now. If something is coming, if something special is coming up for a friend, plan that out now. And, you know, check your retirement, check your tax withholdings, check your health and life insurance policies, get that savings automated. Stop playing with me. Y'all need a a high yield savings account that's going to accumulate money and y'all need to not have access to it and you need to automate it. So don't play with me. (laughs) make sure you guys are pulling that credit report. That's the final one we just talked about. And make sure you guys are pulling that credit report. If you see any changes in your credit score or in your credit profile, pull that credit report immediately and see what's going on. So in conclusion, family, I just want to leave y'all with a quick word, right? Like same way you can't have a clean house by mistake, you're not going to have clean finances by mistake. This is all intentional. You guys know how I feel about setting your intentions for the year, setting the intentions over your day, setting the intentions over your finances, setting the intentions over any goal that you want to accomplish. You have to be intentional about spring cleaning. And that means people, things, clothes, shoes, finances, thoughts, right? Do a mental health cleanse. Make sure you are taking you are taking great care in how you are speaking to yourself and the thoughts that you are having. And if you are struggling with any bad thoughts, ask God to remove those thoughts from your mind. We have a lot of money to make, ladies. We have a lot of accomplishments to accomplish. We have a lot of success to walk into. And so we must take great care of ourselves so that we are able to deliver on that for ourselves. Okay. The goal is to be able to, uh, to afford the lifestyle that you want by yourself. I don't care if your significant others paying all the bills and giving you an allowance, make your own money, make sure you can maintain your lifestyle on your own. And that's what this is all about. So I hope that this helped. I hope you guys, I hope that this resonated with you. I am, I'm super excited about this episode because I know when people see spring cleaning, they're like, oh yeah, she's going to tell me to like clean the chair in my bedroom. Like, nope, we're talking about spring cleaning your finances. Of course, spring cleaning your phone. Make sure you getting them toxic people out your life. Make sure you getting them people that's just not on the same page as you out your life. Make sure you clean that house too, for sure, but make sure that you also spring clean your finances. So I hope this resonated with you guys. I hope you had some takeaways from today's episode. I would love to hear from you. So make sure if you're on social media, you get in touch with me at your credit queen on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm on uh, Twitter. I'm on Facebook. Make sure y'all find me, get in touch with me. Click the link here in the show notes. You can, it'll take you to my website. My email is up there. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear how you like this episode, how you're enjoying the podcast overall. In general, I love feedback. I absolutely love feedback. I also love reviews. So if you're feeling your girl, make sure you leave a review on the platform that you're listening on. But other than that, I am praying that you have an amazing rest of your week. I'm so grateful that you came and pulled up to the rich girls table with me today. And I hope that this episode resonated with you. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Thank you so, so much for your support and your love. And I look forward to hearing from you guys. So Have a beautiful week. Take care, guys. Love you long time. Toodles, rich girls.
You hear that? It sounds like money flowing into your bank account. Thanks so much for tuning in with your girl on the Money Mindset Queen podcast. You made a choice today to grow mentally and financially and to attract abundance. Help someone else out and send this their way because we all deserve a life full of health, wealth, and abundance. And there's no need to wait. Make sure you tag us while listening or head over to Your Credit Queen on Instagram to learn more on how we can snatch your credit score in no time and come up with a plan that works for you to get your finances in order this year. Until next week, remember, rich is hard and broke is hard. You get to choose your heart.